What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here to give you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time, and it's time to talk about the Knicks loss. But I'm, I'm not going to hold you. We're going to be talking about the Knicks versus Pacers game, but we're really going to be talking about the trade and the implications and debating and all that stuff for most of the time. So sit back, relax as we talk about for about five minutes about the Pacers and then a lot about OG Ananobi, Emmanuel Quickly, RJ Barrett. There might be some screaming, cursing, crying and everything in between, but we're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to hug it up at the end and talk Knicks basketball. All right. But you know what? Still, the Knicks lose to the Pacers at the end of a back to back 140 to 126. And we couldn't really stop anybody. As you see, about 140 points scored by the Pacers. Julius Randle had 28 points on a night. Dante DiVincenzo, though, had a career high. Career high, 38 points, six rebounds, and four steals for Dante. Jalen Brunson with a 28 points, but it was looking like a tired wore down 28 points. <laughs> Evan Fournier gave you 10, but we really couldn't stop the Indiana Pacers. Listen, uh, my man, Halliburton had a double-double with 20 points, and I believe, what? 22 assists yeah 22 points and 23 assists this is he had two games of 20 plus 20 assist games in a row uh so shout out to him not really i don't care about him <laughs> and the knicks lose to the Pacers. and we're gonna talk about that with the good the bad the ugly for the first five minutes and then get into more trade talk uh so yeah let, let's get into it man let, let's just get into it it's about the mac man it's it's a back-to-back. Uh, we already got beat down the game before during Orlando. It's going to be tired legs. Grimes has a headache. There's no RJ. There's no Emmanuel quickly. Um, we're shorthanded, so I'm not really surprised we lost this game. Um, and the Pacers are a, a decent team already, but combine that to what we had to overcome, not really surprised that we lost this game. Um, so you know what? I, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it though. Ebony, what do what you have to say about this game? How'd you feel? I wasn't even really invested. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I was watching, but I was I was not invested. Um, I don't know. I think uh, we we played. <laughs> we played. We, we did. We did do that. We showed up. We did show up. I saw that part too. Yeah, you know Dante showed up a little bit more than than others. That's know? true. Uh, That's true. Top flight analysis right there. Top flight. Yeah, uh, Taj looked real old today. He did look um, six and seven again today. He did. Yeah, he did look really really old today. Um, yeah, Julius seemed to to be in his head a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's pump faking. I'm like, you open, dog. <laughs> shoot the ball. Shoot it. Pump faking the hell out of Obi Toppin. Shoot Looking the damn like ball. Anthony, remember Anthony Mason Day? Like the controller uh, got stuck. <laughs> nah, but um, Larry Johnson flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, you know, all, all that. Um, but yeah, it it was expected. I uh, I hope OG can uh plug the miracle of this defense because it's atrocious. Woo. Um. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the defense is atrocious. Great. That's what that's that's what I got from this game. The the defense is atrocious. Pick and roll defense was atrocious. Corner three was open all game long. It was just like on repeat. 
We couldn't stay in front of TJ McConnell again. Yeah, that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> that was disappointing. Uh, yeah, Lee, what you think, man? In the summer is about five minutes where I live. There's a gym that's ran by the uh, NBA trainer Tyler Ralph, and his two big clients are Julius Randle and Miles Turner. So every time Miles turned, it's an opportunity to play against Julius Randle. It's a they both know each other's game very well because they train together with that guy Tyler Ralph. So I think Miles Turner wanted to show Randle what he's been working on and remind him of some of the moves they learned together in the offseason and show the full bad today. This is one of the reasons why I think Turner has been an attractive trade candidate for the Knicks in yeah. a couple of years past. Why he was one for me before Mitch really showed that he's a defensive player of the year. It's I love the shooting and I love this polished. Uh, post game around the basket. He's got a nice floater. He can pull up in that Taj Gibson 15 footer. He can finish with both hands. He's aggressive. When he has opportunity to dunk, he dunks instead of settle for a layup. Uh, even though he's a little undersized, not the best rebounder, especially a poor offensive rebounder. I think he's got a really great all around game. And he showed that tonight. He destroyed us with Hartenstein in the middle. Hartenstein just didn't have the lateral quickness or the f- speed to keep up with Miles Turner first step. And he just crushed us on pick and rolls and even the face up game. Uh, destroyed him as well. So he's a very solid player. I think he's going to be the anchor to Indiana continuing it better on both sides of the ball. And I think he, I don't think he's going anywhere. He's going to be a nice centerpiece when that team finally becomes competitive at contender level. If their ownership ever starts footing a bill worthy of it, I think he'll be a part of that. And he's a great, a great bid man who I think is actually underrated today's game. I, I heart was eyeing him up. I mean, uh, Miles was eyeing I heart up for sure. <laughs> They're like, dang, I heart jump or something. Yeah, bodied. Yeah, and he had like six threes today too. Yeah. When and he's Miles is no bum. He's always gonna say, yeah, nah, he's definitely. not. When your big man is shooting six threes, it's, it's gonna be a raw night. Your defense is gonna yeah. be stretched. So like when we have those, when those three point shooting bigs are on, it's gonna be a tough night for most people. And uh, our three, our three point defense was bad before he even started hitting threes. Like, <laughs> like it was really bad, bad. all year. It was really bad. One of the reasons I was scared to play this team because our three-point defense was that bad for a long time, and that's kind of what they do. That's why that's what was my whole thing about playing this team. So I was just like, Lord, we need to trade for some defenders. And look at that, we did. Uh and today, <laughs> and today shit was no different. I felt like you know Halliburton did what he wanted, got to pay whatever he wanted to. Love Dante. Dante had an amazing game, but I am not putting Dante DiVincenzo on freaking. We we definitely miss Grimes today just to see. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing Grimes has been consistent on is defense. Oh yeah. We could say what we want about his shot being inconsistent, but uh, mm. the defense to me has been on point. Not nah, for real. Like one on one defensively, point of attack defense. That's what he does. The three point shooting has come and gone, but that's what he does. So I would really love to see Grimes play today. It sucks. That he had it sounds like the writing on the wall. Or it could just be. Well, it's probably. It might be. It might be the writing on the wall. You you, you never know. Um, Ryan G, what you thinking, man? Both teams played hard. God bless them. Good night. Now let me stop. Um. <laughs> but um, tonight, yeah. Um, back to back. Knicks were thin. Grimes out with um supposedly with a non-COVID related illness. 
So you tell you put all of that together plus the next bit on the road for the majority of this month. It's a recipe for disaster. Um Nick's defensive rotations were terrible. At times it seemed like they didn't know what to do on defense and left paces wide open for three a, lot, a whole lot of times in this game. Um, I think the one moment in the game that really turned the game around was in the third quarter where I believe they fed the ball to Josh Hart two possessions in a row for easy layups, and he blew both layups, yeah. and which which turned into quick transition points for the Pacers, and I think the Pacers went up by six. And from that moment on, the Knicks were not able to recover for the rest of the game. And I guess the, I guess a team like the Pacers, your three point defense has to be on point. You know, this is a team that likes to put them up. Mm-hmm. The Knicks three point defense was not there, and that's just a recipe for disaster. So, you know, the Pacers beat on beat up on a Knicks team. You know, where you know emotions are running high. You know, two guys just you know, two guys who's been a part of the fabric of the team just got traded, and on and then on top of that. You know, you don't have your full roster. You know, the new guys didn't. You know, the new guys haven't come in yet to strengthen to bolster the roster. So, I mean, it was an expected loss for the Knicks tonight. You could there wasn't really much to expect, really. Yeah, yeah. Evan Fournier out here doing his best, and he's going like over like thirty-seven for ten points. <laughs> and he actually got a couple of steals. I saw Evan Fournier dunk though. Who had that yeah, on their bingo card? <laughs> <laughs> they called it off. That okay, maybe yeah. air, still airborne bit. the layup though. That, that was crucial. That's, yeah, he he did blow the layup. <laughs> it was mad blown layups. It was mad. My man, my bro pick early. Dante, my bro Dante pick early. Emerging. What, Bruh. No, Dante <laughs> blown layup was crazy. That was the easiest shot he had the whole night. <laughs> Dante been three point shots, six feet behind the line, blows a layup. Bruh. freaking. Ah. Freaking uh, oh. I heart, Hartenstein, he grabs a rebound. He was by himself. He spins around, still by himself, and then blows a layup, and then fouls the guy who gets the rebound. Bruh. Now nah, they was fouling Josh though. I, I I gotta give him that. They definitely were fouling. Him. No, they were fouling Josh Hart. I'm talking about Hartenstein. Yeah. Hartenstein. Oh yeah. They were fouling Josh, and they he wasn't getting any calls. I, I'd be pissed if I was Josh Hart. I don't think the referees like him too. too. <laughs> nah, they, they don't. They at them. I don't think they like him too. too. Don't they don't give him nothing. They don't. They don't. They fouled him back to back drives too, and the second foul was even worse than the first one. Yes, than the first one. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, this is gonna be one of those type of nights." They was like, "All right, we'll give Jalen Brunson the whistles tonight, but Josh Hart, you get none." Bruh, <laughs> that's what I saw today. But uh, Knicks lose. Terrible perimeter defense. Our legs, blah blah blah. Cool. All right. <laughs> and we're not. We don't play smart either. Julius got Miles Turner on him. He decided to shoot a three pointer. Take him to the hoop, please. Yeah, Randall. Randall's been punishing people all year at the hoop, and now he want to be a sh- jump shooter today. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when the other team is shooting fifty four percent from the field and. Well, how much? I don't even know. I don't even I, do. I even care. They shot a lot. Yeah, <laughs> they shot. Yeah, a lot. yeah, they definitely they, they definitely shot a lot. But but with Julius Randle, he definitely felt inspired when it was him and Obi though one on one in the post. Sure. Oh he, my he, gosh! He definitely, he definitely felt inspired. <laughs> he had to look at death. I think I Obi felt inspired. Not inspired no more, y'all, because he go a little overboard. He he like think think slow down and think, please 
slow down. <laughs> I felt like he was playing too slow against Obi, honestly. It felt like he was he wanted it too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of times I, I was mentioning before we got on here, he the pump fake, right? Like he was open a couple times mm -hmm. and he just pumped. I'm like, okay, now you're not open. You're not open anymore. It's over for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he just looked like he wanted it a lot today to prove like the Knicks made a the good choice and he wanted to show everybody else. Yeah, honestly, I think Raptors just wanted to punish him. Like, in the post, my yeah. man was just banging with him. Like, he like, just wanted to bully him. Exactly. He just wanted to bang with him in the post. Yeah. I, see, I see Obi like, okay, okay, let me try to go out full court so he don't get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to do. Let me try something else. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Obi had three blocks today. Probably not might have been the career high for Obi. Yeah. So he was inspired today. <laughs> he definitely was. I need you to get them shoes from back in the days. Remember those shoes that used to make me walk on your tippy toes all the time that people used to, the ballers used to wear? I need him to get those because that baby got no ups. You let Obi get your shot. Yeah, man. That's what I said. I yeah. felt like he was overthinking Obi. He should he 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 should just play how you normally play. He would have been yeah, exactly. Just just go straight up. Just go straight up. He's not strong enough. Just just do what you do. But February first is the revenge game. Yeah, yeah, with a full squad. Well, it is what it is. But that is our dramatic breakdown of that game. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you noticed, but something else happened today. Let's talk about it. Yeah, something else happened today. Uh, a trade. A trade happened today where the Knicks traded. The Knicks traded R.J. Barrett. Emmanuel quickly. And a Detroit second round pick for OG and Anobi. Um, oh, we also got Malachi Flynn. We got him. If you guys don't know, we got Malachi Flynn. And we got uh who do we got us? Uh, Julia. Precious, yeah. Precious the precious. We got the precious from the BX. Yeah, yes. We got him on the squad too. Uh the fan base has been going to war, guys. It's been going to war. There's a blood blap in the streets, blood blap on YouTube. I just got me and George just finished shouting at each other on on, on into the next verse <laughs> with Weeb. Um, but uh, I, I want to get your your view on it, and I'm I'm gonna start out with Lee. <laughs> yeah, early on the show, I overall gave the trade for the Knicks a uh, B plus. And I gave a trade for the Raptors in A+. I think Emmanuel Quickly is going to be a star in Toronto. I think he has Brunson-level potential. I always thought he had the, the most unmet ceiling of anyone on this team. And I think he's going to be a one of the biggest regrets uh, of us losing a guy, especially someone that we drafted, cultivated, and then decide not to, to pay him what he's worth. It's going to be a sad moment looking back in history, but I also think there's going to be a silver line there, that it's going to be one of the moves that led us to become eventually a championship team. So that silver line is the the <laughs> the echoes of Clanks and Brits were no longer echo uh, throughout MSG with RJ Barrett now in Toronto. There's only one Badman, and that's my guy, Ryan G, who's on the show with us tonight. <laughs> um, I, like Jay Ellis, have gotten sick and tired of watching RJ play. It started to become a chore. Uh, the uh, when he is bad, he might be one of the worst players in the NBA. Like le legitimately, because of how much usage, minutes, and opportunities he gets. When he is off, it is awful. Uh, especially on defense and offense. And just watching his shots, 
um, smacked off the, the rim and, and seen his shit sent back to him by role players. I, I, the Orlando game, I watched him get stuffed by a, a white European guy from Germany. And so it's unbelievable how little hops RJ Barrett has just a little bit higher than me, which is not saying much. Um, I love the guys we got back. I think Toronto got the best player. I think Emmanuel Quigley is the best player in this trade, but we had the second best player and maybe even the third. <laughs> Precious Achua and uh, OG Anobi are going to be great additions to this team. There's two guys that you can buy a jersey of and don't have to worry about taking it back because they ain't going nowhere. And that is Julius Randle and Tom Thibodeau. That being the case, it's not something I'm a fan of, but it is the reality that we live in. Uh, you have to get players that fit both their styles. And both those guys do. I think Precious is an amazing backup. He's everything that Obi wasn't. Uh, he's gritty. He's a hard nose. He plays defense. He can switch. He can rebound. Uh, he's willing to die for a loose ball. Uh, if he has opportunity to dunk it, he's going to dunk it and not do a finesse layup. I, I love that as a 15-minute game guy. I think he'll get an opportunity here. If his three ball comes around, we, we, we fleeced. I don't know if that's going to happen. OG, great compliment. I think he spaces the floor better. He fits better than RJ. Higher floor, lower ceiling, but I think we're going to end up getting him at a good deal. His son is Leon, I mean, his agent is Leon Rose's son. So I, um, I have no worries about re signing him at a value contract, which is all wins in my opinion. Uh, I hated that we had to see Emmanuel quickly go. As mm-hmm. sad as I am about Emmanuel, I'm happy that we got rid of RJ uh, and we can move on from that and really now take all this cap space and these pits that we retained and eventually make another trade, whether it's in a week, in a couple hours, or in that summer. I think the, the, now the window on the trade making has shrunk significantly, and we're going to start seeing this team go into championship mode, which is something I've never experienced as a fan, and I'm really happy to do so. I'm happy to be doing so while a member of this podcast and be able to celebrate as we go upward and onward into contending territory with you guys. So that's a, that's a lot of positivity there from from Lee Escobedo, who seems you know to be me. a big big fan of this trade. Um, I'm doing this very strategically, guys. Ryan G, what do you think of the trade? This is very strategic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely um, gave my thoughts on the earlier podcast, but you know, I'm just going to reiterate. Um, I am a fan of the trade, just for the simple fact that I know giving up quickly was major because of, because of quickly ceiling and what he provides. But at the same time, also realist, and I realized that Resigning quickly would have probably been difficult for the Knicks, just for the simple fact that the Knicks have to consider who they're going to resign in the future. And Brunson's contract extension is looming, so you already know you cannot, you cannot pretty much you can't underpay Brunson. You, pretty much Brunson's on an underpaid contract right now. You're gonna have to pay that man his money. And knowing and, and knowing how the CBA is, CBA is with the first April, second April, etc. Before that contract extension comes, you have to make sure the Knicks are in a good place championship-wise where you know, okay, if we extend Brunson and give him the money that he deserves with the roster we have in place, we have a good enough roster we, where we can compete for a championship for years to come. At the, at the, at the, with the way the roster is currently constructed, the Knicks were not close to that, so the Knicks had to make a move. RJ Barrett, he's been struggling as of late. You bring in a guy where he does not need the ball as much to be, make an impact on the team. Yeah. With Jalen, with Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, you need somebody that's going to actually knock down the open three. OG Ananobi does that, especially the corner three where he's shooting 44% this season. So you, could you imagine an offense where you have Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, then you have Dante and OG on the 
at each corner being open for threes, it's going to be it's going to be pretty much r- raining threes all day. And then on top of that, not only does the Knicks upgrade that three position where you have a guy that can shoot the ball and be versatile defensively, where he could guard positions one, two, four to seven, two wingspan, it gives the Knicks a lot of flexibility. So now the Knicks, now OG, Precious, Malachi, they're all expiring contracts. So that gives the Knicks a lot of flexibility cap-wise to do whatever that, whatever that need to do, whether they decide to make the contract expire in the summer and pick up another star through signing them straight or making another trade to bring in another star to solidify that roster. But I think at the end of the day, people have to look at it this way. This trade is just a first step. It's not the end-all, be-all. So it's not like, okay, we gave up RJ Barrett, we gave up Emmanuel quickly, and this team cannot improve no further. The team can improve further because they didn't give up none of their first-round picks. They only got a second-round pick in that – they only gave up a second-round pick in that deal, and they still have other assets here that they can package together to bring another star here to bring this – to push this team into a championship contention. And I just want fans to realize that are we sad that two guys who are homegrown are gone? Of course we are, but you have to look at the bigger picture. The Knicks are putting themselves in a position where they can actually acquire star talent on top of what they have and actually propel this team to a championship level. Yeah, I I just I like the fact that we we have corner three shooters and Tom Thibodeau's offense kind of produces corner threes. RJ really hasn't been hitting those. Um, he's been shooting what twenty two percent from twenty what seven percent from three since the migraines, and now yep. we have. Dante DiVincenzo, who gives you, what does he give you? He gives you 55% from the corner three on one end. And then OG Ananobi gives you 40% from three on the other end. They, people will not be able to help off and concentrate on Brunson and Randall like they have been. Also, I just like the fact that we can guard guys who are six, seven and look them eye to eye and not eye to nipple. Like I, I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired, I'm tired of Josh Hart guarding Jason Tatum, and he can't look that man in the eye. I, I want to actually be able to put a hand up, and it's like, oh, I can touch his hand too, and I can bother his shot, and I just have to play, play, play tricks. That's what I'm really looking forward to. This Anthony Edwards matchup, man. OG Ananobi, they they played the the Wolves the other day, held him. OG held him one to ten, one for ten on their last matchup versus. Toronto versus the uh, the Timberwolves. We got the Timberwolves next. So hopefully he'll be ready to go for Monday. And welcome to the Knicks. You're guarding Anthony Edwards. You know, <laughs> that, 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 that's my welcome. That's my present right there. So um, let, let's look into it. Ebony. What's up? <laughs> What's up? I, I know. I already know how you feel. You came on this program. And you've been team don't move nobody. Don't well, trade. It's not, it's not even team don't move nobody, but team don't move nobody and stand in the same place mm. is my stance. If I'm going to get better, I'm going to get better. Um, that's that's just that's just me. I'm not going to go for the sometime and hope because from what I hear, I'm I'm hoping precious the new scenery, but he's not cerebral either. <laughs> So you understand? I'm hearing one minute he could look awesome, but 90% of the time he's a he, you know, he he can be smart on the court. Mm-hmm. So we'll see though. We'll see. We'll see if OJ can handle because it's not polite Toronto. We'll see if he can handle 
you know, the 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 gritty grimes of 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 uh New York if he has the temperament to do that. And um uh, is he is this our big three? Because um I'm not sure he, you know, can he get a bucket on his own? How's that handled? Um, you know, only time will tell though. So um yeah, I'm not optimistic about this trade, but only time will tell. Uh I I, I really yeah. I, I really can't um, if this is the first deal, I would hate to see the second. We gave up RJ and IQ Damn. for a nine all-star. So Damn. I would hate to mm. see the second deal. If this Ooh. is what we gave on the first one. <laughs> That's just me. And I know we like to look that we only gave a second round pick, but we gave up the number three pick and the number 25 pick, actually. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, I just hope and I know I hope people not hoping you know malachi flynn makes a difference that's probably that's just like he's probably not even gonna make it to the rest of the, the year I, I don't i'm i have I, no idea y'all if i don't know you don't know i i'll say i it. get why we did it i get why we did it mm -hmm. we got a, a a big we got a big we we addressed the big 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 floor right mm-hmm but my thing is my whole thing, and it will always be my thing. It does not matter who we get in here. We still have Tom Thibodeau as a coach. So these players, we have to hope work in a Tom Thibodeau system. We have to hope that he's happy with the Tom Thibodeau system. Okay. Because everybody says they're happy before they get into it. And then you really have to sacrifice or you see what it is. Then we have to hope that he's a big enough miracle maker to plug the hole in our terrible, terrible defense. Okay. We pointing at each other to guard other people right now. Looking right. at each other like hey, that is your man. Can I ask you a question, <laughs> Ebony? Can I ask you a question? What 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 type of players are Tom Thibodeau players? Well, we thought we had Tom Thibodeau players, so you gotta ask him that. I'm not sure. I, okay, I'll tell you. Tom Thibodeau I, players I, like I get that. Tom Thibodeau like okay. you tell I'll say something and then if you agree with me, go ahead. Tom Thibodeau likes defense defensive players, correct? Mm -hmm. Is OG and Ananobi a defensive player? Yes. Okay. Tom Thibodeau likes players who hits corner threes, correct? Yes. OG and Ananobi can do that. Okay. So we went out and we got a Tom Thibodeau player. Okay. So yeah, I don't I, have I any that. issue. I don't have any. I think he'll be f absolutely fine. This is probably... The mo one of the most Tom Thibodeau players we've gotten so far since he's been here. No, I'm not saying it is. Everybody's a Tom Thibodeau player, then they go. Like, he got a bunch of Tom Thibodeau players, and they still not playing defense is my thing. Like, a whole bunch of them. These are his guys. Now, just like, he feeling feel a little LeBron-ish. Like, it's never enough. Oh, these ain't work. Let me get more of my guys in here. I'm feeling a little LeBron-ish. It's, it's feeling a lot like that. And, and um, so I'm on my I'm on trade tips. I'm on a new narrative. Trade tips. That's what I'm on. Wow. It, it, it ain't been the first time that we trade a coach now, been traded. Let's let's get it. Let, let's get, are you saying trade chips because you like RJ Emmanuel quickly? Oh no, 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 no. I say trade tips because I truly believe it don't matter who you get in here. This man is expired. He, his is this ideology has gone how, past. How long have you felt it, this way? It, it can't work. How long have I felt this way? Yes. I felt this way since we, we hired him. I didn't want him here. Okay. I was, I was, I was like, I was one of the ones. Look at Minnesota. Learn from Minnesota. <laughs> that was me. But I understood why we hired him because we needed a name brand coach to change our identity. But he is really our Dwayne Casey. He is not our Nick Nurse. He's not our Steve Kerr. He's the Nick. He's the Mark Jacksons of the world. He's the one. He's the uh. Well, who's the coach right before before um the, the coach from Milwaukee won his mm -hmm. chip? 
Like that's that's who he is. He's the coach, so we can crawl, so we could we could walk later or run. I, I, I kind of I'm not gonna hold you, Ebony. I got I'm gonna keep it straight. I'm keep 100. Kind of feel like the mystery was coming because you you didn't like the IQ and RJ got traded. That's oh, what it no, feels no. like to me you, right now. See, see, people don't listen to me then. Because when mm-hmm. I say the whispers, didn't I say that? No, you you've been saying you, you be, no you've been saying the whispers nice about it. You've been saying the whispers nice the whole time. It. Yeah, but because. Remember, okay, Jay, when we, when we met, remember I said fool me once? Mm-hmm. That was Tibbs and Randall. After that, because I didn't want Rand, uh, Tibbs here because he's stubborn. I, I followed Tibbs because my favorite player, one of my favorite players all time is Derrick Rose. So mm-hmm. when, you know, I follow Chicago very, 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 very closely. And then I follow Minnesota very closely. And it's, he's not grown. He tricked us that fourth year to say, yeah, you know, um, I, I, I'm learning from other coaches and playing people when they're hot, but that's not what he really does. Like I can't go for a coach who doesn't play the players that are hot the game, because what do you, what message are you sending? That, that can mess with somebody's psyche. Like I'm doing my all out here and, and I still don't get no burn. Like that's what I'm just saying. And then the fact that our offense is so unoriginal, that's not going to cut. It's not going to cut it. I'm seeing what the rest of the NBA is doing and what we're doing. And, and it's, it's, it looks like, we're using the uh, uh how you got to upgrade we got to upgrade our computer our app it's it's way at like past with the time basically he's in dinosaur age it's not working you're giving people all these free three-pointers in a three-point league era well i mean you a defensive-minded coach i listen ebony i hear you but we have mitchell robinson who has been played since Mitchell Robinson um, not stopping our three point shooting though. I mean, it's not. I, and we 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 have Mitchell Robinson who hasn't played, and we have Grimes who's been on the bench. I feel like it's been a combination of the both. Grimes has not been shooting well enough from three to to really. It's been a it's been a it's been a, it's been a chicken of the or the egg thing since Mitch has been down and Grimes been to the bench. Because can I say something about that with the play? I get the the different moving parts. Believe me, I I mm-hmm. I, I get the different parts, mm-hmm. but. Again, you're the coach that we have does not help any of the pieces. You can never look we out will never know what we have because they're not played to their strengths. They're played towards a system. That means that they are playing to this is not what they would do. They are playing in a Tom Thibodeau system. It doesn't mean that it's for the skills that they have, it will show. That's the, the why teams like the Thunder, they play so smooth. They, they, Coach uses his team's strengths. No matter what it is, he tries to incorporate it. Good coaches do that. It's a balance. It has to be a balance of my player strengths and my ideology. I have to help my players simplify on defense, and I have to help my players get easy shots on offense. How many shots did we get with Brunson? Brunson's been guarded heavy these couple of last couple of games, and we got him like one easy shot today, right? Like a pure three-point shot. We need more. We need more. Uh, sorry, I'm my, my computer about to die. <laughs> oh boy, plug it up. We need yeah. more easy. I, I, I'm not gonna. We need I, more listen. easy baskets. I'm I sorry. am sorry. The, 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 the I, thing I, is, I tried to give him his. I tried to give him his his, his, his I, it, a chance. I gave him four years. It, it, it feels like we. It, it feels we very. The timing is weird with the. No, it's yeah, not yeah, that, weird. That's what I'm like, the timing is weird. Everything. I'm gonna need you to go. I'm gonna need you to go check my my tweets. I've been a system <laughs> versus. When I say system versus uh, a player, who you think I'm talking about? Go ahead, Ryan G. No, all I'm trying to say is, 
like don't get me wrong ebony makes great points like it's great points i just feel like Thibs is being attacked because she don't like the trade that's, that just went down that, that's, that's, that's what, what it feels, like, feels like that's what that's what it feels <laughs> like to be like because because all throughout the season, like she, you know, Ebony didn't have smoke for Thibs like that. Like I know she no, never liked this, no. but she didn't have, but she never had smoke for Thibs. Like she that. had smoke for Thibs. She no, maybe, maybe I. She's had but, but smoke for like, Thibs. Not like this though. Not like this. Not like this. Not like that's yeah, exactly. Then once his trade went down, all of a sudden oh, it's no. oh we oh we have smoke for Thibs now. You know, like like as if Thibs. I've been had smoke with Thibs. I'm gonna tell you why I got smoke with Thibs because one he keeps depreciating the value of our youth. Like th- this is crazy. This is nutty that we can our, our number three pick and our six man a year category uh candidate just went for somebody who had to sign an extension today or they would lose him. And we still couldn't leverage them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I can I say something real quick? Emmanuel quickly, for sure. This can, there's like an argument there can be an, there's an argument to be made that when uh, when Alex Burks was here and Emmanuel Quickly was here, he should have played Emmanuel Quickly more minutes. Um, I've totally been on the board. I was championing that whole point a couple of years ago, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry, RJ Barrett did it to himself. I don't like. I really don't care about the RJ. RJ did it to himself. Did, where he at? Like I'm <clears> cool. Like that's what I meant. I didn't care. It was the kids. I care. This is going. To, it feels a little bit very like what the Mavs just did with the Brunson, but whatever. But um, the Mavs lost Brunson for nothing. At least we got like. something back. That, this that's the, the difference. Feels like. And I'm, I'm granted we got it. And granted, he's a Nick. So I'm going to I'm going to I root for him. But believe me, I'm critiquing. I'm critiquing. I'm going to be just as hard as everybody else was on our homegrown talent. Mm-hmm. So j- just just know that it's going to be very, very critiqued. I'm watching. I'm on your behind, Mr. Mr. OG. You better be real efficient. <laughs> I I put money up. That he would be more efficient than RJ was I, in three I years. I hope so. I hope so. I really do. I'm just, like, I am a diehard Knicks fan. I just think we did it harder than we supposed to do it. I think that we give up on homegrown talent way too much. And that's why nothing good ever happens to us. I really, really do believe that. But, Ebony, but, do you, uh, did, I, I had a whole conversation about the CBA a few times. And I'll bring that up again. Because the new CBA... I don't know if you guys realize the new CBA is different. Yeah, no, I, I like, understand. It changes it. everything. We talked about it behind the scenes before. It makes it so that you can't overpay bench players anymore because nah, the league won't allow you um, to make any moves after that if you're capped out. If you capped out, you're not allowed to trade round picks per five past five years you're not allowed to pick up players off of waivers and you have to match players for tra- um match players trade for trade dollar to dollar that means if we pay if we pay man quickly 25 million dollars right and then he's going to be off the bench being paid 25 million dollars we have to then trade him if we want to for somebody else worth 25 million dollars dollar for dollar and if we don't like the person that's getting back or they don't like the person, or they don't like quickly. They feel like he's being overpaid. It makes things very hard for us. So it makes the entire NBA is going to be a lot different. It's going to be a lot of players. Who, the entire NBA is going to be a lot of top heavy talent and like one or two good role players. That's the future of the NBA because of this new CBA. And that's what makes, that's why, look, Man Quickly is my second favorite player on this team. Second favorite player on this team. I don't want to see him go either. But when I'm looking at what's have, happening, like, like, I understand it. 
I understand, I understand it. for OG. I understood somebody was going to be moved. I, as soon as as soon as Mitch went down, I knew this was going to happen because our defense without him is atrocious, and we were going to see this. I didn't want us to see this. I want to win. Like, I want to win. That that is that's it. Uh, do do I? Somebody asked with this move, how many games does the Knicks win now? And I said the same amount of games they won last the, with the prior the prior uh. The prior huh. roster to me, this this moves is better defensively, but it's not going to take us further. I don't, I don't believe. I Jay, don't. may I respond? Sure, go ahead, go ahead, Lee. Uh, all right. So everyone knows I have not been the biggest Tibbs fan. I was mm-hmm. the one that made had a homemade flyer last signed last year to fire his his penguin ass. <laughs> I am still not a Tibbs fan. I, he's grown on me, and I've started to try to find his good traits more than focus on his bad traits because I do not believe he's going anywhere. I'm also I have realized the error in my ways. I should not have advocated for him to be fired in the middle of the season. I think that was what I got wrong. That was very drastic of me. Mm-hmm. I'm judging everything now by the playoffs. So now we got OG, a Tibbs guy. How is he utilized in the playoffs? Is he utilized to his full potential? Is does Tibbs bench him when he needs to be benched? Is he allowed to stay in the game when he's red hot? I want to see Tibbs in the playoffs out of the first round. If he fails in the first round, I don't care who we play. I'm back on the fire Tibbs. I'm telling y'all right now. Get I'm his not even saying fire Tibbs, Lee. I said trade him. No, trade I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm just talking about me right now. I'm not <laughs> no, on fire or trade. Act, I'm not I'm on not bench Tibbs. Just, just, we get some back. <laughs> I'm not talking about benching Tibbs. I'm not talking about taking him out the rotation. Uh, to keep him in the locker room. I'm not saying that yet. To me, it's all about the playoffs this year. All about the playoffs. Now, to Ebony's point that we don't win any more games this season than we did last year, agree in the regular season. I told George this. In the playoffs, we're better. Now we have someone to stick on those Jason Tatums, someone to put on those Jalen Browns, someone to put on the Giannis, the Chris Middletons, the big 6'7", 6'8", 6'9", wings that are five-level scorers. Now we have a guy, an OG, who plays them. And as JL said, eyeball to eyeball. To eyeball. Not He's eyeball in it. All right. Same build. <laughs> and when you it's hit with the screen, it don't matter who he switches on from a point guard to a small ball five. He's going to lock up defensively. We have not had that under Tibbs' regime, so I'm very excited to see what combination of like Noah and Luol Dane back in the Chicago days can do for us. Because this guy's a top five positional defender in the NBA. Thanks. He's a beast, and the way that he scores offensively fits Tibbs' system perfectly. We got two super high usage on ball guys. We don't really need a third at this point unless it's a superstar. So if it's not a superstar, make it someone who thrives in two areas, the corner three and catch and shoot opportunities. Exactly. That's OG thrives. Yes, we did have the best player in this trade, Emmanuel Quickly. I'm not going to argue that. Yes, this trade was predicated upon Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose's symbiotic relationship. It brings out the worst in each other. And that's why we have guys like Taj Gibbs on this roster for the third effing time. Yes, I agree with you. We should have gotten more back for quickly. This trade should not have cost RJ and quickly, but we also kept our picks. We got some decent – if Precious can hit 31% from three, we fleece this trade. I pray God he at least hits 28 29%, and he doesn't go down to 18-19, or we're at RJ, like terrible year RJ numbers. It could get worse. Yo, can I ask you a question? I'm not going to hold can you. RJ is a question? negative asset, guys. I'm not going to hold you. I, 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 I like, agree. When you say we shouldn't have traded RJ and quickly for him – League RJ is a negative asset, man. So it's like yes. we got the deal done despite RJ. And I'm sorry for the RJ lovers here, but 
honest is the truth. He's getting paid 25, 26, 27 million, and he's shooting below average three pointers, below average at the field, below average at the rim. If you look at his clean the glass stats, I just want to ask you guys. I just want to ask you guys, what are the free throws? Who makes up those free throws? Hold on. Also. I want to finish my thought. I have one more thing I'm going to say to my rant. And then I'll step back. The, one, the, the final piece that I love is that unlike in years past with the Knicks, now we have the opportunity to go into this summer, which all four of us have agreed. This is the make or break summer. Ian Bedry reports it. Mm-hmm. Something has to happen by this summer before the, the, the uh, new CBA kicks in into that second apron. We remain for eight years, $8 million under the cap. We also got a $5 million trade exception. We're finally walking into prime time for agency by making the first move. We hit the first domino. No more straps. We had the piece that we wanted. You know OG, non-stars, he was number one on that list. We got him. Now we can watch the rest of the NBA will adjust to us, and we'll have the fi- finally have an opportunity to get who we want with a cap, cap space and trade exceptions and all of our draft picks in tow. Instead of having to do that at the last minute and lose talent at an even higher degree of difference, now we can go in there as the initiator and not not the person who's waiting to see what happens and then hopefully pick up the bones off the, the beat off the bones at the end of the day. I love that professionalism finally in the front office. IQ was still the best player in this trade. And all they had, they about to pay pay OG what they bought, they could have paid IQ right. Uh, I get it. The length, height, height, height equals talent. You know, height so. does not equal talent alone. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> well, in the NBA, that's not what we say, Ebony. That's not what we said. <laughs> nah, I ain't say that's what you said, but that's what actions are showing. Um. I never said anybody up here said it, but that's that's what it seems like it, it, it means, you know, high high equals talent. But we're gonna see, and I'm going to show. So I may, may, hey, may, remember, 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 remember when you said Knicks fans will love Dante. Remember when you because said? I, remember when you said Knicks fans will love Dante. I don't see that from OG though. I don't know his temperament too much, but I don't see. I I, I re- and we're not polite. You know, he, I'll say. He wanted a bigger role. He's got the same role. <laughs> He's still the third option. I don't. I don't know. He said he he, he said he wants to come to the Knicks though. Um, from what I've been no, seeing, so I, I retweeted. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Ryan G. I'll say this: height is great, but versatile defender is what really pays the bills in the NBA. You get yourself a versatile defender who can guard multiple positions and give multiple positions hell, that automatically makes your team much better. And that's what he, and that's what he is. That's why I believe his price was so high. Even though the Knicks didn't really give up a whole lot for him and they had to give up IQ because, like JL said, at this point, you know, RJ is really a depreciating asset based on his performances. So they had to give they had to give the Raptors something good on top of RJ, RJ to really make that trade work. But I think... With, with the way the NBA is going right now, especially with 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 the NBA going positionless with a lot of these teams, you need a guy that can guard multiple positions. Yeah. If you want your team to be successful, that's what and that's what every OG NBA does. every goes, successful NBA okay, team I'm has watching. that. Everyone. I'm watching. I'm Everyone. watching. You know, I love defense, so I'm definitely watching. We gonna see. We will see, y'all. Uh, mm-hmm. We will see. That's all I'm gonna say. We we gonna see, and I'm gonna help y'all see too. But we gonna see. Okay. We gonna see. We gonna see. <laughs> we gonna see. We That's gonna how see. I feel only time will tell if this is well if it's a good trade or not or if who's right or, or wrong. Like I I could care less. I just want my Knicks to win. I Same. just I just hate when they yeah. shoot themselves in their foot. 
their own foot. Right. And yeah. the biggest thing to be taken away from this is obviously there's another move coming. It's like extremely obvious. Yeah. But who are we giving up? I don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. We just gave up RJ in quickly for a non All Star. If that's the case, you could have went an All Four for every name before that was <laughs> that came up. If that's what you was going to do, like you could have went in for I, the, the Donovan Mitchell. You could have went in for whoever yeah. else if you're going to give yeah, those two in the same trade. But but here's the thing though, like I get the, RJ, the, but that's the, not. The Knicks made this trade, but this doesn't stop them from getting a Donovan Mitchell or whatever the case may be. Yeah. That's, that's what people are not getting. It doesn't stop them from getting that player. It doesn't. It's, how, just, it's, how? Just, it's, it's, it's just a first step. I that's get it, but who are we get? Who can we give up to get a Donovan? Who? Because because I'm, you know, we talk to the Cavs fans a lot. They they don't want nobody from over here. Who who can that's, we give? To it's them fine. To, like to entice. It's entice. The Cavaliers to give us Donovan Mitchell. It doesn't even have to be Donovan Mitchell, to be honest with you. No like, more. like, personally, to me, it doesn't even have to be Donovan Mitchell. But, like, we have picks. We can go after somebody even smaller. We can go after the Macau Bridges and have two long wings uh, and compete that way. I still feel like it'll be fine. But we still have other pieces to make a move. We still have a bunch of first round picks. We will be fine. Uh, to me, yeah. we, we need to scoring. To me, CBA though you can't just do the whole to, picks a lot of picks no more though right what do you mean no you like when you, you can't when, you if, have to match you have to have some kind of contract this, in here you can't just go here here go a whole bunch of picks no you can't look we're here, we're right? not under we're not we're under cap now like you make the move uh, we're not under the second apron we have two contracts that expire this summer and uh in um Pachulia and Malachi, if we choose to, I think that's like around seven million coming off the cap, or seven to ten million coming off the cap this summer. And then we don't, you know, we don't have to pay, we don't have to pay um, IQ twenty five million or whatever. So it actually gives us more flexibility to make moves, and we can trade picks now because we're not at the second apron. We're, we're so it gives us more flexibility to make moves, is what I'm saying. I never, I never trust that second move though, because I've been a Nick fan long enough to know that's that's hurt. That's hurt, that's hurt. That's hurt talking, Ebony. That's hurt and pain. It's hurt. It's hurt. That's why I'd rather go with what I got. I'm not gonna worry about uh, what can happen down the line because most of the time that that second move really doesn't happen. This is that's what the first thing they said to to us when we had Melo. It's gonna be a next move. That next move never came. You get what I'm saying? Like I, it's, I, it's not the same time, Ebony. And not, we gave up two major same. pieces in this one move. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Look how much Knicks gave up in that mellow trade. Knicks no, gave I'm up. I'm not the, comparing Knicks, the Knicks, trades. Knicks, I'm comparing Knicks, the impact. Knicks gave up the house, though. But, yeah, all, all, I, I get all, it. They did. They did give up the house, but again, y'all talking about secondary trades. I don't see nobody besides Randall and Brunson that other people would really be like, "All right, I'm a." And then you got to attach Fournier to the somebody. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. We gonna see. Yeah, 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 that's, that, <laughs> we that, that's, that's see. what I'm saying. We will see. We gonna see. I'm here. That's why I said I don't talk trades because I'm gonna be a fan regardless. So it's like pointless. I'm, I don't like it, but whatever. All I'm saying is, Nick, if Nick stay packed, if the Nick stay packed, they ain't going nowhere. It, that ain't the championship roster. So I'm, to be I'm, honest, I'm, I don't think we, championship roster. Yeah, I already know how I feel. The two people I've been chill because they've been trying, but I see right through it because every time I want to give them respect, it's like I, you know, they show me a little something that I don't like. But I honestly don't think that who we have in place is meant is going to take us no matter who they have around them, and that's that's just my honest opinion about it. But I, again, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, I think I think this moves, moves. I think I, I think this move sets itself up for bigger moves. Uh, I feel like 
I felt like when we played the Miami Heat, we were we were a decent three point shooter away from being the Miami Heat. I like think straight if, up and and being. I think if they play how we played his own this year, with with the, how they was using Brunson and and RJ and anybody to flash to the free throw line, if we would have did that once during that Miami game, we would have seen the difference. Mm. I think we just you need to, we, we were the worst three point shooting team in that playoffs. Mm -hmm. We just need yeah. we need shooters and we need defense and not one or the other. I think that was our biggest problem. So I think we solved that with this one move right there. Now it's about getting somebody off the bench. So I have somebody on Twitter uh, mentioned maybe getting Brogdon, um, getting Brogdon off the bench for stuff. A guy who was like a sixth player of the year to, to actually run the, the the offense off the bench for us. That could be something they'd be looking at. I don't know. Can, can we normalize no Lego men? No men who fall apart as soon as they fall <laughs> to the floor, okay? Can we normalize no Legos, please? Put the Legos we, down. We already know Ebony is not going to like anybody we bring no. in. <laughs> if you would have said Anthony Black or something, I want that guy on our team ASAP. I, that's somebody, definitely. Hey, he's from my neighborhood. Two-way two player. That's mm -hmm. that's my type of player. So, I want so OG two-way player. Okay, like I said, I'll see. But again, it's just that we gave up a lot for a non-all-star. I'm going to keep saying that. That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, I feel that, that that's it. So again, OG has to show me that rhyme. You get me? OG got to right, show right. me. I'm, I'm, just, so I'm just for the record. You said OG you like two-way players. OG's a two-way player. So, so give my man some. Mm -hmm. Let my man live. All right. Oh, no, he's going to live. He gonna live. I'm a Nick. He a Nick. He just that. He it ain't it ain't it ain't gonna. Yeah, I'm on you. I'm on your. How they say? I'm on your ass. See, it sound it sound like going for blood. It don't sound like support. It don't sound like support. It, 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 it sounds like vitriol. Like Ryan G's like I'm to say. the same <laughs> criticism that folks gave our homegrown people. That's all. I'm just going to critique like the people did to our own homegrown talent. That is all. All so, I'm saying is. If the Knicks make a subsequent, if the Knicks make a subsequent move that puts them in championship caliber, I'm circling the block on a whole lot of people. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm circling the block on a whole lot. Yo, right low on I'm glad. Go ahead and circle again. I I don't care. I I I would rather be wrong because that means we winning, right? That's right. All right, that's it. But to be honest, to be honest, I do not think this move right here. Moves the needle. It kind of seems like the Przingis deal before they got Drew Holiday. I did not believe in Boston before they got Drew Holiday. Yeah. We will see. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. All right. We got callers up. I'm sorry. I saw y'all in, in Discord. It, the conversation was just, was, was, was inside the conversation. All right. <laughs> um, But we got picks for Timmy uh, coming in. Really interested to see what picks for Timmy has to say. I'm not, I don't remember what, what side picks is on. I feel like he was. I feel like he was. He was RJ. I feel like he was on the RJ. No, he wanted to start Emmanuel quickly. So I feel like he, you might not like this move, um, based on your last takes. How you doing, picks? Can you hear me? Picks for Timmy. You hear me? He don't like the tree. Uh, well, you know what? Hold on. Oh, my bad. My bad. My sound is all the way down. My bad. My bad. There you go. That should hear you now. Go ahead, pick it to me. Hi. What's good, man? What's good, Jay Ellis, man? What's good, Ebony, man? I, I see you out there rolling the trade tips, man. Let's go get it, man. Uh, we got my guy Lee Escobita, the ESPN contributor, man. Let's get it, man. 
And uh, my, my, my guy with the stats and facts, keeping it level-headed in here, man, Ryan G. Let's get it, man. Um, yo, um, I'm, n- I'm not even going to say anything about this game because I honestly do not care. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, don't even, I don't even care what happened with the Pacers tonight. Now, if IQ and RJ were playing tonight, then I might have felt a little bit more hurt about it. But since we got, you know, a new situation going on here, like, you know, I figured it was going to be pretty rough since we were shorthanded. As soon as Evan Fournier came off the bench, you knew we weren't playing no D. Yeah. And we're not scoring 150 points. So it's a wrap. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> but, yo, like, check it out, man. It is uh, – when it comes to the situation we're in, man, like, yo, I really vibe with Ebony on, you know, like she's looking at it as a whole as far as, like, if you're asking this man to come out there and implement a plan on a day-to-day basis, if he's the one who's actually coming up with the game plan and the game plan is not working, then the system may just be the problem. Like I completely understand it. Mm -hmm. But when I look at it in a family aspect, and I think this is a little bit of like where you're coming at it, you're kind of coming at it from the two JLs is like, um, it's Tibbs, but it's also the front office giving Tibbs what he needs. And if we look at the timeline on when Tibbs came in, R.J. Barrett was already there. Um, Julius Randle was already there. There were already so many moves that were made before he came here. And then with the pick with Obi, they were just like, yo, just work with it. This makes sense. Right. If certain things could have happened, at the, and it's so crazy because when, when we think about that, that communication miss in that particular year where we drafted Obi could have saved us so much damn time because. <laughs> like crazy time and um that's a fact it's like a family because if you have say like okay front office is a mom um the coach is a dad of a family you know what i'm saying that communication aspect is something that the kids themselves can't fix right the fans us being the kids right you can't go into it and just be like yo mom and dad check it like deep this right is now. the game plan let's get it like that ain't gonna work you know what i'm saying but it's like it takes time for you know a nuclear family to get on one page so you have you know tibbs trying to implement what he does defensively and then you have you know the front office saying yo i have a talented opportunity as a, a agent as a caa agent for years with connections in the game saying yo i got a talented opportunity at a kid like cam i got a talented uh, i got an opportunity to you know bring in this particular person and this person right and for those two to meet in the middle this is the very first time uh, with the exception of i think josh hart last year i'll give that i think this is the very first time that both Everybody means. is kind of operating together. I feel you. And I want Knicks fans to not come out with the expectation that this is going to work immediately. It, it's probably going to be rocky for at least a month. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get ready. But um, once it's done, yo, honestly, I feel like you give Tibbs this five-year period. You give him the opportunity to put all the pieces on the board and play the game the way that he wants to play it. There's no questions after that. You have a Mitch, who's a defensive anchor. You're going to have an OG and an OB, possibly a Grimes, unless we make any other moves. You're going to have the pieces that you need. Now, once you get those pieces, barring injury, you go out there and play. And if you match, if if you can match with what we need, then you know you can maybe get an extension. But if not, then yo, yeah, this is the time where we have to make moves. But I, I'm willing to go ahead and stay level-headed. Let's take our time, man. And let's see how this plays out, y'all. That's yeah. all I got, man. Y'all take it easy, man. I uh, appreciate it, yo.
I'll say this. I kind of disagree. I feel like OG is a low usage guy. It doesn't take a lot of time for the low usage guys to get acclimated. Like you stand in the corner, you hit threes, you pump fake and go, go to the hole. Like that's what he does in Toronto. He's not going to be having to figure out what's the balance of me taking shots and creating my own. Sh-? Like that's not his game. I, I feel like it works because he is a low usage guy. So I feel like the starting lineup is going to be fine. What's going to be fine, what's going to have to happen though is that second unit is going to have to find time to find itself because that's to me is where it's, it starts to get weird because now you're looking all right now maybe our key was going right cool this actually might be a good thing for Quentin Grimes at this moment because Quentin Grimes gets more minutes he gets he gets more shots he gets more opportunity. It gets more in the flow. Um, we might get to see Quentin Grimes get back into his element and get more shots. And I love quickly. Quickly is my one of my favorite players, but he hasn't been passing the ball in about a month. <laughs> um, so you have Miles McBride, who's also kind of low usage. This might be Grimes' second unit, unless another move comes. You know what I mean? Um, so that's something to look out for. That's, to me, the second unit is really where. That's where we really have to figure things out. To me, the first unit should be should be good day one. That's how I see it. I don't know if you guys. I, I, love, hmm? I love the point that Timmy brought up about this being maybe only the second time. Actually, I would say the third time the front office and head coach have been in sync. I would put Brunson in that conversation because Brunson Dante too. I put Dante in that conversation. Yeah. Br- Brunson's running the same role Derrick Rose yeah. had in Chicago. He, he has full reign in. Uh, accountability and decision making in terms of play calling on the court. Yeah, it's all him. So that's uh, I love. It. Finally, you're not trying to put a, a round peg in a square hole. I think he understands that, that who Tibbs is, and he's trying to placate to him in terms of the roster. Now, you can't really be mad at the moves and individual things, and you have to be mad either at the, the system and the decision making of Leon to pit Tibbs to be his guy and implement the system. I think that is a, another conversation we can have. Is that the right way to go? I would probably lean more toward with Ebony on that end. I think we should have something a little bit more forward thinking, more progressive and experimental. I think the day and age of a Stan Van Gundy's, Larry Brown's, even the Rick Carlisle's, that's fading out. I think even Mike Budenholzer, it's funny, Ebony said that, you know, uh, Jason Kidd was the precursor to Bud. Bud was really, he had a player that surpassed his acumen. Like he was a, a, a slightly above average coach, but you have Giannis, you can win a championship. Does that exist here on the Knicks? I don't think so yet. We haven't did a superstar on his team for the team to surpass Tibbs's uh, cons as a coach, and we don't have that guy yet. But if we got Giannis or Luka, then Tibbs can stay. But until we get that guy, if we're going to have an 4 Piston-style coach, a style team, don't know if Tibbs can get us to the promised land, but yeah, I think he can get us really damn close. Yeah, time will tell. Yeah. Like, we've all had the same kind of We've all had the same critiques of Tibbs yeah. since he's been here. Like it has a lot of weapons. Is it's like his his head go over drop. He can't focus on more than three players at a time. It seems. I I, mean, I don't know. Go ahead, Ryan. No, the um, offense is non-existent at times. What I say is this: I'm a firm believer in. Okay, if a front office hires a coach, and you know your coach coaches a certain style of offense, certain style of defense. I do believe as a front office, you should add players to that roster 
that fits that fits that coach's system. You know, whether you believe that that coach is the right fit for the team or not, or whether you believe that his philosophy is outdated, whatever the case may be, I think you have to look at it as, okay, at the moment, this is our coach. If we want to get the best out of this coach, then let's add players that fit his system yeah. who, will, who will be the most successful out of his system. Now, when it gets to talking about, you know, whether Thibs can actually lead this team to a championship or not, that's why I cyborg Ebony as well, because I think it gets to a point where, like, with, like I think right now the Knicks are in championship build mode. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying to build this team to a championship type of level. And say, for example, I'm just putting a hypothetical out there. Say, for example, the Knicks pull off another trade. Bomb. They bring in a star player. And right, and right then and there, you're thinking, okay, this team is near championship level, whatever the case may be. And say, for example, the playoffs come and the Knicks lose in the first round or whatever the case may be, or the Knicks lose in the second round where it's like, you know what? With the team that they have, maybe they should surpass what they did last season. That's when you move them. Then the, yeah, yeah that, that, then that's when I'm like, you know what? Exactly. Thibs has, take, Thibs has taken this team as far as he could take it. Now let's bring in another coach exactly. and see what he can do with the and see what he can do with the guys here. Exactly. Some more. Yes, yeah, so that's a, that's my thinking along. You know, in terms of like front office coaching, how a team should operate. You know, when it, in regards to the coach, I hundred percent agree, and that's why, like I know we all know Tibbs is not the perfect coach, like. I was just yelling about Tibbs two games ago with the whole Emmanuel quickly not playing in the fourth quarter. Like, I have eyes. I've been talking about having grinds run off screens for a year. Like, I have eyes. But I also know that sometimes people overemphasize a coach and don't realize, like, sometimes it's the players. Like, I, I, think, I think people kind of lose balance on, hey, this might be the coach's fault. This might be the player not being good enough. And I think people get lost in what is what sometimes and just want to be like the coach, the coach, the coach. No, the player doesn't pass when he's supposed to. The player is missing open threes. We don't like there's a talent issue. So but that's the that's <laughs> his two guys, though. Yeah, that's what I mean by the system, because if I'm about if we all play ball, if you in a game and you're a shooter, you need touches. You need to fill the ball more than just fill the ball and passing it back to Julius. I need to take some shots. I need to be feel involved in the game. I need to feel involved in the flow of the game. And now when that happens, I'm extra hype on the defensive end. Now I'm locking in. It's just like adrenaline rush. It happens. You're in the flow of the game. You're locked in. Mm-hmm. Now you're cutting harder. Things The picks is harder. Stuff of that nature. Again, we have two players, and we will not go anywhere, no matter who's next to these two players, if they do not intentionally set their teammates up for, for buckets. Not accidentally. You know what I'm saying? Not that they, everybody quick to say, oh, they get assist. No, not accidental assist where they're being bailed out and their teammates help mm. them be bailed out by making the shot. I mean, where their intention is, let me get to this spot so I can get you an open shot. Let me get to this spot so I can get you an easy layup. Today, that back door with Dante, I need to see that more. And it came from Brunson. I would like to see that more with more people and then them Villanova people, please. Agreed. When people when people cut, hit the cutters. Like it's not it's not I, I'm I, not asking for for, I, for, for like I understand. We don't do none of that though. I I saw that's why I keep saying I kind of feel like I kind of feel like our players are flawed. 
Are Tibbs coaches are flawed? But I feel like people pick favorites on what players to criticize sometimes. And, and, not, and, and they'll say, this player's not doing enough, but not really like, hey, this player might actually not be holding his weight as well. Like, I feel like... Like we I can talk about like, though, so we can talk about yeah, which player yeah, who are we talking about? I'm talking about RJ, man. I'm, to, I'm talking about RJ. Well, uh, I'm talking about okay, RJ, RJ in particular. RJ has been efficient, but when you look at yeah, he has been not efficient, you know, inefficient or whatever the case may be. But this year was a lot of time. Remember, IQ struggled this amount of time and he wound up being a six man of the year candidate. So it's like it's enough Ebony. time to change the season around right now. No, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I so, can't I can't give RJ Bell. RJ's been here for five years. He has no, I get four, that. two I times more playing time than that. anybody else on this roster. And he has not he's okay. been struggling to get to that next step. He hasn't like we talk about people passing the ball. RJ has not passed the ball since he had his migraines. Yeah. Maybe he's seen the writing in the wall. We don't know what the conversation is going. But what I what I want to say is that yes, there's been five years. I get we get the five year conversation, but it has not been five years with the same job. Again, we talk about number three pick, but then we signed Julius Randle because we knew we'd never give another youth the keys after Kevin Knox. That's what that was about. We were never going to do it again after Kevin and Knox. That's not happening again, you know? So they they drafted RJ, but then they said, we're going to get somebody else as our number one. And then they got somebody else as their number two because they used Marcus Morris as their number two more than they did uh, RJ. So he didn't get the same come up as the Zion. Come on, Ebony. But he's had the most usage out of anybody but, but on the then, Knicks, Ebony. Hold on. Like, but how many <laughs> how many different jobs has he had? How many different coaches he has he had? That's what I'm saying. He's had like, one coach for three, four years. <laughs> and and then even with the new the coach that you have, every year you have a new role. Ebony, he's had the right? okay. This is why okay. I can give him okay. This is let's, why I can give him great. Let's let's let's, let's stay let's stay there. Let's stay there. RJ's role from last year to this year has been exactly the same. So he was playing back of four. Exactly the same. Exactly. He was playing back of four. He was playing. He was third. Okay. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ninety five percent the same. He's been. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't say that. And and he didn't have Ebony. What was his role in the starting lineup? What was his role in the starting lineup? What was RJ's role in the starting lineup? He was supposed to be number three. Was it, they didn't it, run anything okay. for him, and he was supposed to go get his bucket. Right. Go, go was, to the free throw line. He got to the line. Has his role in the starting lineup changed from last year to this year? Huh? Has his role in the starting lineup changed from last year to this year? When you think about it, yeah. No, it has not. Okay, okay. First of all, all right. <laughs> see, see, we, we're not going to do this. <laughs> when you have been set up, First of all, RJ can go off. He can have good quarters, and he has had plenty of good quarters. And then your boy that we're not supposed to blame will take him out because he has a written script every game. That's not what I asked you. In and out. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you. Get, you ask me, then you say you get pictures here, and then, then I can't get the whole context. I can't give you the whole context. Then. You get what I'm saying? No. That, that's the truth, though. Asked, and the you, fact you, of the matter is that the, 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 did the RJ have a, a terrible season the whole season either? Evan, you said was his season whole? I don't even care anymore, but I'm asking a legit question. Was his whole season? season but you didn't answer my first question. Bad? My my first what question. Was the first you, question. Ebony, you told you you said Ebony. This is your words. That you, he has different roles. You said he had different roles. He I did. said stay there. Has RJ's okay. role from last year to this year changed significantly? Yeah. How? Because he came out quicker. 
to be played back a fool. They would take him out so he could play with the bench. He unit. was doing they that. Doing they was do. They was taking him out last year to play with the bench unit last year. They, I don't remember. They Not were like doing this. that last year. I mean. With the four, the, the 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 early the times that they was taking him out like they was doing before. When this when year. the Knicks went to a like, nine man rotation, I, I, I honestly don't. When the Knicks don't went to a nine man rotation, really but he did have different roles, and we can't say that they didn't set him up for anything. Ebony. They didn't set him up for anything. When the Knicks went to a nine man rotation, and we mm -hmm. went on the winning streak. Part of that, part of part of the part of RJ's new job was to run the second unit. Him and IQ were running the second unit last year, and RJ was the third option on the team this year. So from December of last year to the end of the season, he's had almost the exact same role he had this year. With the exception of maybe he's playing a little bit more power forward, but really he's he's had the Josh Hart's been really been playing the power forward, and RJ's been having the ball in his hands more. This is why I'm I, saying I, he's I, had pretty I, much I, the same role. I wasn't even mad about the RJ trade. I don't know how I got uh, branded an RJ ambassador, but <laughs> I, I really don't. Yeah, I really don't know. Once you're going, I'm gonna love you from far, but I, I just don't think this was it. I don't think this is what you should have used those pieces for, to be honest. I, I like I like that we did get some defense. I do. But mm -hmm. we're going to see. That's that's it. It ain't no change in my mind. But time, Yeah, I, time, I, 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 I feel you. I'm just saying, <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this. Yes, Tibbs has his flaws. Absolutely. But there's certain players who have flaws that people aren't blaming okay. that player well, for their flaws. No and they're blaming the, that's Tibbs. That's the great part, Jay. That's no more excuse. Time's a ticking. What's the hourglass? The hourglass has, has started. Because you can't blame RJ the scapegoat no more for 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 Tibbs or Randall or no, that's not there no more. You can't blame IQ either no more for it. There's hey, no more scapegoat. I, I like IQ. So, Listen, so I'm looking. He was no, the one I, that I'm just I like, like. All our players, bro. He did not nothing wrong but want more money and be too good for his role. <laughs> I'm just saying the hourglass is ticking now. There is no excuses. They elevate. It's like they, you know. They elevated the time basically. It's, it's when now time. That's it. Yeah, no it's been it's, now, now since since you said forget the homegrown kids, you don't want to develop them. That you're telling me is when now time. Okay, let's okay. Now you got win now criticism. That's that's just it. That's, and it really, that's what it is. Brunson's been here and Randall is here. It's, it's kind of when okay. now time. That's so, pretty much what it is. Yeah, and now now you just get you get F, aka Mad Nick fan. You get the win now criticism. It's a little different. That's all. I agree with uh, this. This has been great back and forth, by the way. Uh, I, I agree with every single Tibbs criticism that everybody laid forward. I also think it's important to contact other people who are in the East Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto, Toronto, Cleveland, Orlando. You swap Tibbs with those coaches. I did not include Philly for a reason. I know Nick Nurse, the championship coach. Okay. Philly. So, didn't Philly put him outside? The other teams, mm -hmm. Cleveland, Orlando, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Boston. You put Tibbs on their team, that team can win a championship. You put their coach on our team, we're worse. That's my, my opinion. I'm talking about the Missoula's. I'm talking about the – what's that crack guy in Atlanta? Yeah, it's Snyder. 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 Coaches out there, and there certainly aren't very many coaches available that we can get that would yeah. make this team 
better than what Tom Thibodeau is because this team is built for Tom yeah. Thibodeau. And, so and, it makes I, sense right now to keep him. And I'm saying Tom doesn't have his flaws. And I'm not saying he does. And I'm not saying Ebony is wrong in her assessment of Tom Thibodeau. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just better. saying there's too much on Tibbs and not enough on players is what I'm saying. That's it. Fair too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another caller too. We have Rodney. Ronnie, that's my my boy Ronnie's in the chat. Let me bring my boy Ronnie in. Sakpase, that's my Haitian brother from Brooklyn. <laughs> Yo, Ronnie, you live on the air. What's going on, my guy? What happened? Wait, what happened? Why you left? They ain't like the trade either. See? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm bringing Ronnie back. Wait, did Ronnie just? Okay, Ronnie's back. Sakpase, what's good? <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. Yeah, what up? What's going on, man? What's your thoughts on the on the game or the trade or whatever you want to talk about? Yeah, what up, Jay? What up, Lee, Ryan, Ebony? Great conversation so far, by the way. Um, like I listened to the show earlier today too, because Absolutely. like when the news hit, you know, I was in a Jamaican spot. I'm like, what? Like I checked my phone. I'm like, and you know, like I I sort of said it on um on the chat, like the biggest thing to me was IQ. Like yeah. we were talking about RJ and OG and like, I haven't seen all the, you know, Raptors games or, or anything, but OG is, you know, pretty much exactly the player you, you think he is. Like, I don't think he has any more ceiling, but what he does, he does it, you know, to the side extent, level. right. His defense is, mm-hmm. his defense is that. Um, the reason why I, I I don't think it's a bad trade, but I also don't think it's a great trade either. Like because I think what we lost with IQ is I mean we'll see do in due time, but like I think what we lost with IQ is almost about equal to what we we're gonna gain with OG. Like OG makes our our starting five better. Mm-hmm. Like, that's there's, there's no there's no debate in that. But our bench, like what IQ has been given our bench, especially coming behind our number one guy, mm-hmm. you know, Jalen Brunson, like it's what IQ does off the bench is, you know, some of the best in the NBA. I agree. So, and it's not going to be easy to find because, you know, you know, Bruce Brown was a big reason why Nuggets were playing great uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like even Portis, like coming off the bench, he's not running stuff off the bench, but he anchors the half court for, for Milwaukee. And, you know, I think a lot of times people uh, undervalue what the sixth man is. Um, but, uh, but again, you know, we'll, we'll see what OG can bring. And, um, and also we, I guess we're going to have to see what Grimes can do because, because yeah. really, was expecting RJ to, to get to get traded like in the summer because because I always saw that RJ RJ and Randall was almost like the problem um, the the Celtics have with um, Brown and um, Tatum like they sort of do, do the, the same things, things. yeah um, but this year this year you see the Celtics they sort of switch their their roles a little bit like Tatum is more down low more and you know they, they try to do it because they see the problem but um 
But I don't think, yeah, I, I do agree with Jay, like RJ um, development. Um, some of it is on the coach, especially early on. But at the same time, um, he he does have a lot of, he does get a lot of minutes and he's been so up and down and it, it, it's frustrating. And, you know, I don't want to go into a whole Randall thing. Like I can have a whole other call with, about Randall. But I think Randall has been up and down too in terms of like what he should be doing outside of what he does. Mm-hmm. But um, with OG, I guess we're going to see. We're going to see whether Randall is going to be passing more now, whether, you know, um, JB, like if he's going to be passing more. Um, I, it's, I don't know, man. I'm such in a wait and see with this trade because I can't just say, oh, my God, this is going to be great. And I also can't say this is this is terrible because I think we lost something big, but I also do think that if Randall start passing more, like if Randall start, you know, if you know uh, Brunson, because um, I because I, I think that's Brunson's weakest weakest um, weakest part of his game. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes he penetrates and he he's not finding that second dude. So. Um, I'm sort of sad that Mitch went down because I really wanted to see this team with OG and Mitch, how much the defense is going to be better because our our um, our three-point defense has been terrible yeah. this whole year. And and so, yeah, um, and that's pretty much it. And I guess I'll, I'll leave with this question. Um, I guess we're going to have to, tr- to pay OG um, by next summer or something. Yeah. Is that right? So Okay, so like so what like what do you guys like what what do you guys want to see from OG? If um like like to to get him like to be to get paid like are you going to see are you going to say um like what's the ceiling? Like what do you like what do you want to see from OG to say okay, you know what? You can give him the max because he's, he's available for the max right he's not getting he's not getting the max he's not getting the max um from the it's been kind of reported that he's been 140 but it's also been reported that if he's traded to the knicks he would take less uh says so toronto I, I i think he just wants to be out of toronto that's what it really seems like it seems like i'm probably i'm telling i want this amount of money so i can get the hell out of here that's what it really uh kind of seems like so i i feel like he's I feel like he might get around 25, 30 or something. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, possibly. But we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully right. more 20, 25 to 20. <laughs> you better be efficient. But, uh, I don't know. But I also, I shout out to, I think Sweeney posted something interesting. There was like a technical rule that happened beforehand because the trade happened before the new year. The Knicks can extend him. And give him, I think that I think it was one forty for four years or so. I think that's what he said. So apparently, that's why they made it before the new year. Yeah, so that might be that might be some that might be why they made it. it says apparently on Keysmith NBA Pod, they said because the trade will have happened on December thirtieth, there will be about a six a six hour window before free agency. Where the Knicks could extend OG for something along the lines of four years, one hundred and thirty. So, 
that could have something to do with it. Shout out to Sweeney for that little nugget that I already posted on Twitter. Um, but you know how these cat people are. They they think of everything. So that could be why. Yo, what is going on with this chat? <laughs> <laughs> what Yo. All right, guys. Thank you for calling. Happy New Year. <laughs> so, thanks for calling. Everybody. That is it. <laughs> y- y- y'all can hear me? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Sorry. sorry. I yeah. My bad. My bad. Oh, I, my bad. I, mean, I took you out, Rodney. My bad. I don't know if you was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. Oh, my God. What's, oh, what's, what's happening? What what? <laughs> M- uh, Mother boy started stuff. Ah man! Don't only we to see since we're all moderators. Uh, <laughs> some guy named Batty Jones called me a, a mullet boy bitch, so I said, "Batty Jones, more like a bat of dicks." Bro, chat, chat went crazy. Chat kind side conversations are interesting. Uh, I just, oh, I just see man. Ryan just like <laughs> crying. And I'm over here talking about RJ Bird and Manuel quickly. I was, I was listening. I said efficient. I need his ceiling is efficient. That's his ceiling. Efficiency. Efficient. <laughs> that's that's all I want to see. Yeah. When yeah. you get open shots, you better make it. Better not turn the ball over either. And that defense, immaculate. That's all. Immaculate? Got you. Immaculate defense. I'm I'm, I'm watching. He's watching like a hawk. I'm always, like the Monsters University, I'm always watching. Mm. You know, look. From the movie? Yeah, definitely. Let's go. But yeah, the bench, though, we, we, that bench scoring is, to me, is going to be the the story of the year. Like, what's going to happen with the bench? Um, I hope Grimes steps it up. I hope Grimes becomes like, some next level Goku. In my head, Grimes traded already. You might be right. Uh, yeah, might be. Might be right. That, that, that's just it. Be In right. my head, he is traded. That's it. And you know what I'm going to say, right? What you going to say? Trade Tibbs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tibbs on his way out next. Trade Tibbs, baby. Yeah. Trade Tibbs. If we win the chip with Tibbs, what would you say? Then I, I would say I was wrong. Okay. Uh, or or he evolved, either or. Either or. It, it would be how did he win? Did he evolve? Then that's okay. But I don't see a, this old dog ner- learning new tricks. I really don't. Okay. All right. This will be interesting. This is going to be an interesting season. But uh, great, great, great show, guys! Great Breakdowns talk. on a thousand now, Jay. What happened? <laughs> oh, breakdowns on a thousand now. She's gonna be critiquing the hell out of old Gio. It, it's win now, critique. Remember that. That's it. I'm not picking. We winning now. We okay. gotta get this right. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> you you critique. We'll critique. We all critique. Wait. I, I do have a question for Ebony though. So. Is it, is it just OG that's gonna get the OD breakdown, or is it everybody on the roster now that's gonna get that's gonna get the OG breakdown? Oh. Like I want to know if it's just for reserved for like. Oh no, one it's not person. just OG. It's not just OG. Randall's under a microscope. Brunson oh. is under a microscope. Tibbs already was under my microscope, and he just placed himself under more of a like. Yeah, I, I, I'm zoomed in. 
I zoomed in. Okay. I I I just I just want to know if the if the smoke was gonna be spread Oh across no. evenly Yeah. or is it just one person the smoke is going to or I is don't it spread evenly? I don't discriminate with smoke. Anybody can get that. <laughs> I got you, got you. All right, all right, all right. Heard it, show guys. said I got the somebody said I got the OG jersey. Now uh this the don't get it twisted. Oh, I know y'all see that the AI, greatness right there. Iverson, That's that greatness right there. the answer. Mm hmm Answer. Yeah. All right, let's get it. Good show, guys. Spirit debate. Uh, at the end of the day, we okay. We okay, OT family. Yeah, anyway, that's why you know. I have to, My my sixth sense be my sixth sense, my intuition is a hundred million. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> intuition is a hundred million. But great show, guys. Uh if you like the show, hit that like and subscribe. We really haven't been saying that all all show, but I'm pretty sure you guys enjoyed the debates and the Tib smoke and the OG smoke and the Oh, you're right, my bad. My bad. McBride extension. Does McBride Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. get this? Emily, does McBride does McBride get smoke? Oh, no, I like McBride, but he under a microscope. We everybody, we're Okay, win I'm just now. checking. I'm just checking. It's win now. I'm just Like checking. every remember, I told before I was telling everybody it's show a go year. You got to show a go, but they didn't even get the year. They <laughs> they got a month or two. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. Um, that that's All right, yeah, all right, let's get to it, though. We got to Well, talk. I just want to say real quick with McBride, Yeah. I'm gonna give him the same advice I was telling y'all before when we was off camera. The same advice that I gave Obi. I need you to walk everywhere with that basketball. If you go into the store, basketball. <laughs> if you go into the club, I want like I said the, the Nike commercial. Doo, 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 doo. I need I need him to pretend to dribble on beat. I don't care, but he need to get that handle tight. <laughs> Yeah, he need to get that jump shot right, that's a fact. and I'm cool. I sound like Al Sharpton just now, but whatever. <laughs> All you need is a perm. All you need is a perm. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, shout out to Miles McBride. <laughs> I, I, I like Deuce. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Raw's somewhere doing backflips. Uh, sh <laughs> shout out to Raw. Uh, <laughs> Yes, dude's high, dude's card. All right, uh, New York guard Miles McBride has agreed to a agreed on a three-year, thirteen million contract extension. Mark Barstein and Andy Schiffman of Priority Sports tells ESPN McBride was the thirty-six overall pick in the twenty twenty-one draft. So, thirteen million dollars, three years, nice little payday from for Miles McBride, who was probably only making. Well, like a few hundred thousand or something, uh, which would be great for me. That would change my life. <laughs> a few hundred thousand. Can I give me a ten day? Can I get a ten day tips? I play defense. <laughs> I can shoot from the corner. I see you from the corner. <laughs> give me a just give me a ten day, man. I'll take that ten day. I'll flip it on the pod. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to Mosley Bride. Uh, <laughs> I hope you I hope you hope you thrive in your new role now that there is a pathway set for you. Cool. Facts. And it's funny because remember I said, I think it was during the preseason when they were giving McBride minutes, those extra minutes I told you, I was like, yo, they probably looking to see what they have in McBride because, because they're probably going to move quickly. And sure enough, that's what happened. Listen, that whole Dante DiVincenzo move.
was like they knew they was moving pre they knew they was moving quickly in the offseason, which is why there was a log jam in the first place, which is why Dante was here in the first place. Dante's the guy who's going to play backup, play a little bit of backup point guard as well, and can play the two guard. He's multi-dimensional. So like they knew they was playing the move quickly from from the summer, from the way they was moving. It just, and, it just, RJ, yeah. and RJ since last year because he was the centerpiece of the spider move. Yeah, I think I think RJ was. Then he probably still was. RJ, I feel like RJ was. I, I personally, I still feel like RJ. If RJ showed more of a leap, I, they might have hesitated on that personally because he was still a starter and a drafter. Yeah, I'm feeling a little little bit of y'all. I'm tired of wishing people luck on other teams. <laughs> I, I know, Ebony. I know. We can tell. <laughs> we can tell. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of saying they're going to flourish somewhere else. Why couldn't they flourish here? I tell you why. Trade tips. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to McBride. That's our show. Um, thank you guys for watching. Um, this is gonna make a very interesting, entertaining second half of the season. And so stay tuned. Uh, the, the debates might be more spirited. We'll know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. You <laughs> 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 oh, going to the opera? <laughs> Remember, I got, a little, I, got, I got a son. You got all kinds of crazy stuff. I got a Miss, miss Potato Head next to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, those are wow. Miss Potato Head binoculars. Okay. This is so that. That's never. I had a joke there. Tibbs is potato head, and then never mind. All right, that's our show. Right. This, this, this me watching though. I'm I'm here. Okay. All right. I'm here. Right. Tibbs, all of them. <laughs> that's our show. <laughs> if you're not entertained, then I don't, I don't even know what to tell you. You you have horrible taste. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Um. We played the Timberwolves. We played a lot of games, man. Jeez. I felt why are we playing yeah. so many games? Because Adam Silver is a Knicks fan. Yeah. We, like we play on New Year's <laughs> Day at three. Like, y'all can't even let me live. Like, I want to be outside on New Year's Day. But for real. <laughs> come on, son. Like <laughs> can I be outside New Year's Day? <laughs> but thank you guys for watching. Uh yeah, Ebony, let me know where they can find you, Ebony. Um, you can find me on here. Every post game that I'm, I'm, I'm not knocked out, but you're here. Um, <laughs> pre game, pre game on X. Your take, Knicks. And again, I'm still working on that Instagram stuff. But I see some people follow me. I follow back. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. how to do that. Yeah, least. yeah. Yeah, I tagged you. I tagged you. <laughs> I tagged you two days ago, Ebony, on Instagram when you when I made the clip of you. I forgot yeah. what we was talking about. Yeah, yeah I see. Yeah. It. I'm still working on that. I try. I've been trying. Y'all. It's a process. It's a process. I get it. <laughs> Social right. media, one, yeah, yeah. one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lee, where can they find you, sir? Man, find me on Twitter. I've been roasting those mad bum- bums a lot lately. Like, me, me and Mad Fans been going in on it lately. I've even find my old tweets and bringing them up, and it just starts like an hour long like, shit fest. It's just, <laughs> and I'm just like, destroying each other. I love it so much, man. Then I go outside my Brunson jersey and just remind everybody what they lost. Find me on Twitter. At underscore Lee I already know where Ebony's taking you. E S C O B. Don't say it. Don't say it, Ebony. No, don't, don't say it. I'm not going to Toronto anytime soon, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> also, haven't been here in a second, but Cubs back, baby. Uh, today, I got 
Can you see it? Yeah. All right. I got a beautiful uh, graphic novel called Kafka about the Czech writer Franz Kafka. It takes seven of his short stories and turns them into manga. It's a beautiful book uh, by this brother and sister duo named Nishioka Coyote. I probably butchered that. They're a brother and sister graphic designer and illustrator, and they created this book of seven of Franz Kafka's stories. Beautiful. You can find it on eBay for like 10 bucks, man. It was a hell of a deal. All surrealist art, gorgeous black and white, monochromatic, really cool book. Got me through the day. Cool. Salute to Lee's Book Club. All right. Subscribe to Lee's Book Club for ten ninety nine. dollars I did. Yeah. I'm subscribed. <laughs> I was looking for my books to show, like, look, Lee, but it's not in here. <laughs> and when y'all started book club, but you didn't join for real, for real. Because right now it's just me. <laughs> I did. I said, I was, I'm looking for it. And that's why you see me looking. I can't find it, though. Oh, oh, man. Ryan G, Ryan G, where can you find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. You can also find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chilling. Sir G is Chilling. That is S-I-R-G. It's C-H-I-L-L-I. And I also got a couple of bra picks before oh, we sign up? off. Bruh. First bra pick goes to Julius Randle, because I don't know if y'all was watching today. But it was like, it was the end of the third quarter. The buzzer went off. My guy, Julius Randle, bounced the ball on the floor and it hit him in his neck. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and he, saw, his, and he, saw, and he saw his head knock back a bit. Bruh. Damn, so he did what Brunson did to Hartenstein, but did it to himself. That's crazy. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and my next bro pick goes to Bag of Jones, Bag of <laughs> Penis, whatever you want to call it in the chat. <laughs> because this dude got a extra emotional and threw shots at, at us at, on the KOT show saying, saying that, oh, we're not going to reach 10K likes until 2050 because he didn't agree with our RJ takes. Like, come on, my guy. It's basketball. No need, no need to get personal. Take that emotional stuff somewhere, B. Stop it. Bruh. You know, when, I, I second when I, that bro pick. On when, I called him a, takes. when I called him a bag of dicks, he suddenly disappeared. So maybe I reminded him he had something to play with. So oh! that, must be, that, that, that must be that must be where he's at. <laughs> yeah, I de- I definitely wanted to 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 uh add on to the bro pick of uh, the people policing people's takes. Uh, we're not going. We're not going to always agree. Yeah. Uh, I'm. It is. I'm. I don't really care for the trade. It's here. I'm still a Nick fan. That's always been my my stance. Um. So to tell people, you know, I don't understand, or you can't. They was t- really policing takes. Like let people get their anger, or their happiness, or their indifference, or confusion, whatever it is they feeling. Let them get get, get it off in, in in peace. You know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's takes are not. True or great, you know, let everybody else have some not true or great takes too. (laughs) 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 I would close with I would close with this. Um, it's funny, George asked me a a question. He says, How shocked were you when this happened? And I was doing a show when KP got treated and had to like talk to people live. I was shocked. And I felt like my shockness level from just years of trades and basketball has like numbed <laughs> significantly. Um, from that, from the OB, from I'm just like, okay, this is what it is right now. What's happening? What's 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 the pro? What's the con? Like that's kind of where I'm at right now. But I totally understand people's attachment uh to to players here because 
this this is the most this is the most amount of young core the Knicks have had in the same building for this long since ever. I can't remember holding on to young pieces for this long. Mitch was the first person that we signed that we drafted in the second round. There was a, there was something called the Charlie Work Ward curse that was happening here for a long time where we just kept trading players. And RJ was the guy to kind of officially break, break that curse. Um, when we resigned them, we we didn't put them in a Donovan Mitchell trade. So I understand I understand people's emotional connection to RJ being traded, to our young players being traded. So I, I get, it. I get it. I get why you're upset. It is unfortunately it's it's part of the process. Um, I'm hoping to keep some of the players that we have homegrown still. Like I hope we keep Mitch. Um, I feel like I, if anybody is to stay, I feel like Mitch is probably the most likely to stay. Um, if I had to put money on it, uh, I would like to keep Grimes. I'm not sure if that's going to be possible with where the Knicks are going. It might look, it might be, it might, Mitch might be the longest tenure the Knicks on his team. Like he might be the last man standing. I hope so. People trying to get rid of him now. Yeah. People trying to get rid of him now, but he, he might be the last man standing. Um, uh, so it's a waiting game. We'll wait and see. It will suck. It's it will suck watching it happen. Um, it might not suck as much if we're actually a great team and we're a contending team. It will still it'll still be sad, but if we're better for it, it'll be worth it. Um, but if you're not, then hey, you have your beef. We got a team of imposters. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, everything it works out for everybody's favor. That's, it was that's- for traders. <laughs> the, the traders? <laughs> you talking about Leon Rose is doing the trade, or are you talking about like trader? Next I'm talking about all these people we ain't draft. We ain't draft none of these people. They a bunch of they just infiltrated our, our organization from all the outsource sources. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Like I said, I'm excited. Monday can't can't uh come fast enough. And yeah. Mr. Mr. Lee. I don't need you to manifest the uh, negativity. He talk about Mitch going too. That's negative vibes. And I'm not trying to hear that. <laughs> oh my gosh. If Mitch is traded, right. I don't even know if I want Ebony on the panel that if Mitch ever gets traded. Because Ebony might nuke this whole panel. <laughs> and it, it better be for Embiid. And if, t- yeah. if Tiz the coach, it ain't fight. It ain't. It is. It's not. It's not a uh, trade. Yeah. Tiz. Just get that. Get that guy out of here now. Yeah, I don't see. Out. I don't see. I can't see. Well, maybe I could see a scenario. Actually, now I think about it. Um, but I would think they would work to keep Mitch. That's the way I see it. Yeah. All right, that's our show. We are out of here. You can follow us on the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nick and Tom Show on Instagram, and Nick and Tom Show on Facebook as well. Um, and catch us or me. I don't know what's gonna happen. On January 1st, when we play the Timberwolves, hopefully we will have OG Ananobi and squad with us, and we bounce back after this. This is the first three-game losing streak of the season, so hopefully we bounce back from that. All right? Cool. So, great show, you guys. Uh, and as always, Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Some mess out here in these Knicks YouTube and Twitter streets. That's our show. We out of here. Peace. What is Lee doing? I don't know. Showing off my cat. (laughs) (laughs) I I never know what Lee's going to do, man.